here. Welcome back. Another day, another vlog. Ah, something different. We're in lockdown. Uh, finally got a chance to get back to work. Uh, thanks to work and some uh, strict rules. Obviously, one of those rules is 14 days of lockdown. So today's day zero. Please tell me. That's, that's the way you got to look at it. Day zero. 14 to go. So get off the plane, straight to a test, then uh, Uber straight here, mask on the whole way, and then into lockdown. So this is where I am, my home for two weeks. It's sort of like, it's actually a really nice room. So I can't really complain. There's a lot worse people off in life. Um, it's a hell of a lot bigger than my room at work, so I'm glad I'm not stuck in that room for 14 days. That would be nasty, because it's literally just this space size but it's got everything uh kitchen and all that uh so i can order food and all those fun things and i can sit down on the couch and have a chat to you not normal normally stand up and stuff but uh yeah we'll be doing this lighting may be pretty average my apologies i'm uh could only fit in so much in the suitcase because i've still got to get to work as well so wait uh, limits and all that stuff with the luggage it makes a big difference um yeah other than that all good so in regards to that we're something different uh i know my poor old sister's in six or seven uh, seventh lockdown um so look i'm going to be the last one to ever complain about this probably by day 14 i'll be stoked to get out of here but I definitely cannot complain. There's people who've got a worse in the world than me. Um, I'm lucky to still have my job and that work would arrange this. So I will just uh, just suck it up and use this time to get some editing and do some photos and I don't know, whatever. What else you do in lockdown? I just edit, edit and edit. That's what I do anyway. So just keep doing that. <laughs> right, now, first of all, um, Big fan, I want to talk about a photographer I've followed for a few years now, Gavin Hardcastle. If you watch YouTube, which hopefully you do, or if you listen on a podcast, you may not have seen him or heard of him before. He's otherwise known as a photo tripper. He is a very funny bloke, but he's also a really good photographer. Uh, he's part of the Fab Four that was uh, made up of Adam Gibbs, Thomas Heaton and Nick Page. They did a series last year, I believe, just as, as COVID sort of kicked out, kicked on. So they sort of just had that sort of process. Uh, four very, very good photographers. I follow them all. They're very, very smart, very good with their editing. They, they give great tips. So if you're looking, but I think the biggest thing with Gavin is he's super, super funny and got a great sense of humour and adds so much production value to his videos. It's something I sort of aspire to, I guess, and would have hoped one day I could be as good as that. So he's a pretty cool dude. He had a book that he released at the start of the year, and I ordered this book back then. I wanted to get in and get the signed autograph copy. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it, this one is. I haven't un even unboxed it. I've got it here. I thought I'd unbox it with you. So, Gav, if you're watching the video, thanks very much for finally getting here. And I did notice one thing. If you have seen his show, and you'll probably know it, once you go and get addicted to his show like I have and seen all his awesome photography and all his tips and tricks for Photoshop and Lightroom and stuff, um, you'll know that Amanda, his partner, uh, is a, it's an ongoing joke. Uh, she's been trying to hook, hook him up for ages and ages. She was his stalker at, 
at the start and now they're together, which is fantastic. Uh, but her, I got her autograph on the package sent, so I've got Amanda's autograph, so that's pretty darn cool. <laughs> so anyway, the book's called Chasing All, and it's his, I think it's his 2021 version book. And, well, what a better way to have a, something else to do in a isolation for 14 days is to have a nice book to read. Uh, great photographer and very, very chuffed about this one and I've been looking forward to it for a while. Took a long time in freight. Um, oh, there you go, even got, a, even got a little unicorn on it. Thanks, Gav, or Amanda, probably more Amanda. <laughs> uh, very, very cool. Keep that. Little note from Gav. So, Probably my first photography book I've ever bought. Um, so yeah, good to support photographers as much as it sort of it does help everyone out, like my merch and stuff like that, my hats and all the gear. Um, I, I try and support the companies that support me, like Rode, um, Australian company. I use their audio stuff, and I think they do a great job, and they're Australian, so it's pretty cool. Uh, Cole Clove, you know, I use for all my hiking gear. Uh, Denner Boots, it's important to support the people that look after you and it's also the people that sort of teach you stuff um, and there's many a really, really good photographer on YouTube that you can learn some amazing stuff. So if you're starting out, I think YouTube's a great place to go and do some learn, to learn whatever you need to want to, whatever you want to learn on photography, this is definitely a great place. So yeah, thanks Gav and look, signed, beautiful. There you go, limited edition, pretty stoked about that. Again, he's an amazing photographer. There's his photo. There's his ugly mug, if you can see that. <laughs> Go check him out uh, and support a fellow photographer. And uh, you will be, if you have a sense of humour uh, and you enjoy this show, you'll definitely enjoy Gavin and his brand of entertainment because it is entertainment as much as he's a great photographer. He is a very entertaining person and each episode is a must-watch. So definitely go check it out. Now, what I did forget to show you is last night, we did talk about the tactical light uh, that I was lucky enough to be part of the, well, I guess preview squad that got to check it out. Um, I just wanted to, I got my sample out of the bag. Things were busy. So this is a production. Now, this was a production sample, so please be aware that the final sample or the final product is going to be different. But as you can see, really good size light. The magnet is really, really solid. So you can put that under your shirt. You can do a host of things. I've even sent them, uh, sent them back some feedback about making a shirt mount, much like the road uh, magnetic mount clip you can get for your uh, for the microphones, road microphone goes, that little mag clip, something like that, a similar sort of an idea for that. But this will mount straight to your bike. Um, it's got the magnetic lanyard as well which is fantastic. Uh, it's, look, it is a great little, great uh, light. And it's, there you go. Super bright and in the latest production, this now this is the pre-sample, as I said before, they're gonna go down to the ultra low mode. So you just push the buttons to get the different modes. And that's the lowest at the moment, but there's gonna be an ultra low mode. So just be aware that it is very, very cool. So definitely go support them. They're on Kickstarter and you'll be able to go check out 
that bad boy right there. Ah, well, that's going to be terrible to edit. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out. Ooh, hold it down, I think it is. Yep. Corbinana, so Tactica, thank you very much, Tactica, for letting us be part of that program. It was a great, fun experience, great way to learn about the process that goes into the product getting launched. And uh, I do appreciate being part of that journey with you, and I do wish them well for that. So go check it out, good little product. I just wanted to give you a bit of an idea, hands-on, and see it in, in hands and not on a, Sometimes you worry about videos and stuff being a little bit unlegit. So definitely one worth checking out. Now, big one, uh, and why I've got the road stuff out prominent tonight, Road Reel 2021 is out again. It's live now, so you can go along, get your welcome pack, you know, your starter kit, I think it is, or welcome pack, um, and join up 250000 Australian dollars in prizes. Um, there's microphones, there's podcasting systems, there's a ton of different stuff you can do to give yourself a chance to win this. There's different categories. Uh, I went in last year. It was the first time I went in. It was really actually a big benefit to me because it, like, it's you've got to really sit, sit down and plan the project, work out what you're going to do, how you're going to tell your story. And it's basically like a little mini movie and it's got to be something close to you. Um, I did something with my mother with sausage rolls, cooking sausage rolls and what that meant to our family. And I, it was really close to me and I was... I didn't win anything um, and I didn't expect it went in, but it was a great learning experience. And then Road does a great job in supporting podcasters with their uh, podcasting competition annually and also the Road Reel. Now, this is live now and they close 10 a.m. on Wednesday, October the 20th. So you still got plenty of time to do it. If you've never done it before, there's a, I think there's even a TikTok version this year, so go check that out. Uh, there's plenty... Look, it's worthwhile. If you, even if you're starting out, it's a great chance to get in it. I haven't actually, with everything that's going on at home and trying to get back to work and the new house, I actually haven't thought about, haven't even put much thought into this year, but I've still got time and I'm probably going to have a chance to think about it a little bit more in this next two weeks and maybe sit down and write out a bit of a plan and go out and film something. So I'm definitely going to try and get into it because I... It's a good way to, I guess, see how far you've come and if you're at that next level, so definitely worth checking out. Now, um, some, I guess it's a weird way to look at it and I can sort of understand, you've got to look at all aspects on, on both sides. Um, uh, with a lot of things, and Apple, well, they're in the news on the tube, uh, looking at FTP and a couple of other sources uh, reporting, or Lou later as well, about Apple using undercover operatives to track down leakers. Obviously, uh, Apple's well known as hating leakers, and uh, you know, and it's sort of uh, you got to wonder: look, is that really something that they should worry about? Leakers give them a massive amount of free publicity. Apple has to be one of the most talked about items or brands on YouTube and, and on the social media platforms. And it's through people talking about what's coming, what's coming. And if they weren't talking about that at the time, that's a lot of free publicity they get. Um, I think they realistically have to expect that people are that keen to find out what's going on, that they want to 
they will, you know, want to see what these leakers have got. You know, that's it's turned into a full industry for them to start pulling this sort of tactics. I think it's a little bit weird, and that's just my personal belief. I, I don't really see what I should be getting out there and then handing these people over to authorities and causing them even to lose their jobs with whatever they're working or for whatever reason, it's it's a little bit weird. I can understand they've got uh, <clears throat> things in place to try and protect their product. That's understandable. But they have one of the biggest patent programs and lawyer systems on the planet. Uh, having done a patent myself, it is a friggin' nightmare and costs a fortune. For one product, to, you, I think it's something like about $1,000 every country you go to for, and that only lasts like six years. So you gotta continuously pay for that. And that's why Apple can do so much because they can they can have patent after patent after patent. Much like camera companies and Canon, they have 55 million patents. May, they not, may, may not make them all, but they, you know, they gotta pay for all that and they do that. And once you have the patent, you protect it. No one else can steal it. If you then, you, well, then you can sue them and they've already got the lawyers. Um, so it's like to get upset about it, like if it jumps out early, it's good publicity. Um, if not, uh, well, then they just need to, they need to come out and, and have their own channel and start doing their own what's happening and what, what are we working on instead of just this once a year, I uh, hear it all is because I think actually people are just over that. They want to know about things now. It's, it's moving that fast. Once a year is, I guess, now old school. Uh, they want to know like once a month, once a week, once it'll eventually be like once a week it'll be old hat. So um, once a year is a little bit long in the tooth now. I think Apple needs to find something, especially in the last two years. They haven't released a heck of a lot of really exciting new stuff. The M1 chip is about the only thing that's come out that's been any sort of value from them. They had stuff all releases this year. They're well behind on the 16 and the 14-inch laptop. Unless September's going to be some massive, massive event with at least 20, 30 products, uh, they are behind the eight ball and they're feeling the pressure and I don't see how leakers are their highest priority. They need to be getting their systems back on track. So a little bit disappointing and a little bit weird from them. <clears throat> uh, CES, biggest tech show on the planet. Uh, normally happens every year in January in Las Vegas um, and it's one of those shows that I'd love to get. It's a dream show for a person like myself that's interested in tech and uh, to go and check all the latest. Uh, hopefully one day I can get along to one. Uh, don't think it's going to be this January uh, with Australia's COVID rules but uh, definitely going to be a lot of fun and very cool. Uh, obviously last year's got shut down. This year's is going ahead but CES has come out and you will be required to show proof of vaccination before you can turn up. And it's in America, it's a little bit of a heated thing and some people are up in arms, some are, some, are, some are yay and some are nay. And I guess that's the conversation that's happening across the planet. Uh, should you be allowed to go without a vaccination? Same as a lot of chatter in Australia, should you be able to travel once you've had both vaccinations? And I guess it's a it's a long-term conversation that we're going to understand a bit more as we find out how this virus works and what it's all about. But, look, I think it, it's a jab in the arm. Uh, for the amount of stuff you've put in your body, probably at least 70% of people on the planet have taken some sort of illicit substance or alcohol or cigarettes. 
Uh, I wouldn't be too concerned about a little poxy needle. Um, that's my thoughts, uh, and everyone's different and, and entitled to their own. Look, if if you want to go along to this and that's what it requires, well, then that's what you need to do, um, I think. So I don't think it's that much to ask, but uh, let me know what you think down below. And, uh, yeah, well, we're here. Day one of lockdown in Perth. Uh, yeah, again, go check out Gav and Photo Tripper, hell of a nice bloke and a fantastic channel. Uh, you will enjoy it. If you love photography, you love sense of humour and the beautiful Canadian landscape, definitely go check it out. It is worth a while. Okay, Dake, I will talk to you soon and, uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Whether you're going this way or that way, I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.